The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. The birth of Jesus the Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been engaged to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. Her husband Joseph, being a righteous man and unwilling to expose her to public disgrace, planned to dismiss her quietly. But just when he had resolved to do this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what had been spoken by the prophet, by the Lord through the prophet. Look, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph awoke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him, and he took her as his wife. The Gospel of the Lord. They say that God is always in our interruptions and very seldom in our plans. My wife Nancy and I have had nine major interruptions in our marriage that later turned into blessings. We gave each of these interruptions a name. Sarah, Joe, Jeff, Christina, Katie, John, Michael, Thomas, Martha. With each interruption to our plan, we gave our best yes to God's plan. This yes never came about without first the struggle, then followed by acceptance slash joy. As it turned out, plan B, God's plan, was far more interesting in the long run, as you can probably imagine. So here today is St. Joseph, who also had a clear plan for his life. He was engaged, he had a beautiful fiance, a wedding celebration soon to follow. He would build a home and start a family, and that's okay. Joseph had it all planned out. A plus B equals C. Then, boom, God interrupts his schedule. His future bride is found to be with child. Now what? Imagine what an interior struggle this situation must have been for him. He must have felt so alone in this. Who could he have talked to or gotten advice from? If he went to the temple, Mary would have been stoned for being an adulterer. If he talked to any of his friends, her reputation would be damaged. And being the just man that he was, he decided to divorce her informally. This was a drastic interruption to his plans. But that very night, he decided to sleep on it, which is always a good idea before you make any major decision. The angel appears to Joseph in his sleep and says, not to be afraid to take Mary home as your wife. When he woke up, that's something that happens when you're open to plan B, 
He woke up and did as the angel of the Lord had commanded him. He said yes to God's plan, yes to plan B, and life as he knew it and the future of the world would be changed forever. But it wasn't easy. St. Joseph had to travel through the interruption, the struggle, then acceptance. Every saint who has ever lived has had their schedules, lives interrupted at some point. And they saw that as an occasion to say yes to God. You can be sure that every one of us is going to be interrupted today, tomorrow, and for the rest of our lives, either by sickness, the economy, or some event in the lives of our loved ones. Now, um, some of you have already been through some really tough stuff. And I'm sure there are many here today that are right in the middle of some huge challenges in your life. Your life's been interrupted, and now you are struggling. You've been praying and asking God to act. But let's also ask God for the power of acceptance. Acceptance is not inaction. It's the grace to see how things are in the present in order to change our future, as St. Joseph did. It's the art of coexisting with reality instead of mentally resisting it. Pain and suffering are part of the human race. No one is immune to it, not even our Lord was. It's something that connects us all. Somehow getting a hold of this truth and letting it sink deep down helps us to wake up like St. Joseph, stronger and ready to move forward. So many times in the Bible, God throws people into a situation that's just impossible for them to solve by themselves. It is as if God is saying, will you trust me in the midst of a situation that is way beyond your control? So when interruptions happen, let's take a breath, relax, maybe sleep, maybe sleep on it, and then pray, God, give me the grace to accept this interruption. What is it that you want to do through me in this interruption? Rather than considering these interruptions, Considering these as obstacles to our happiness, consider interruptions as the next page in God's story specifically for you. Think of all the interruptions that in the pages of St. Joseph's life, Mary's pregnant with someone else's baby. Then later he can only provide a cave for childbirth. Right after that, King Herod wants to kill the child, so he's forced to move his family out of state. Twelve years later, he's reporting a missing child, who eventually has found the temple three days later. Then years later, just as Jesus is ready to leave home and set out on his mission, Joseph dies, knowing that his wife will be left a widow. He shows us, by example, how to let go of the burden of having everything played out exactly as we planned. So, <clears throat> after days, maybe a month, of listening to uh, Christmas music over and over and over. I've learned to sing my own version to get through the holidays and stay happy. So instead of singing, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow, I sing, let it go, let it go, let it go. Okay, it helps me to get along with everybody. <laughs> Though you might want to practice that. In some situations, the best action is no action. It just is what it is, right? 
We spend our lives and energy searching for meaning, trying to make sense of it all, sometimes torturing ourselves over the seemingly unfairness of the, of the situation. The reality is that we can do our very, very best and still fail. We can love with the purest love and we can still have our hearts broken. The Holy Family too was treated unfairly. None of us can escape the unfairness that will occur in this life. The problem is that while we stay focused on the injustice, we become completely stuck in the pain. And in order to become unstuck, we need to pray, God, your will be done, not mine. That's the riskiest prayer ever. Think about that. God, your plans, not mine. That's surrender. And God will honor that prayer with interruptions in our lives. And not just big ones, but small ones too. For example, I went outside to do some yard work and one of the neighbors came out at the same time. She nodded to me like she wanted to strike up a conversation. At first I'm thinking, oh man, not now, I just want to get these leaves picked up and back in a house and back on a couch. Instead, I went over to her and we had a great conversation. She shared about her struggles with her children and we talked about the weather, just a simple time together but we both left each other feeling somehow lighter. I realized in this interruption that it was more important for God that my neighbor felt loved than for my lawn to be free of leaves. So I'll end with this, it's worth repeating. It's about how God loves to disrupt our schedule for something better. Years ago when the kids were small, I was cleaning up in the kitchen and my youngest daughter kept tugging at my leg. Come on outside with me, Dad. Come on now. I want to show you something. But I didn't want to be interrupted. I wanted to get those dishes done and stay on schedule. But she kept tugging away at me. So I said, all right, yes, let's go outside. We went out on the front lawn, and she pointed up to the most beautiful rainbow I had ever seen. I thought, had I not been interrupted, I would have missed this spectacle for doing the dishes. So do not miss out on a joy-filled Christmas by rigidly holding on to our schedule, our plans. And let's give our best yes to God's interruptions. It's our story that he's writing for us.